This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When your personal investments need help to reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50 plus in your overall investment tax and estate planning and your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. We have a very interesting show planned for you today. Um, we found that TFSA accounts are not being properly used by most people. Yes, that's the facts that are out there. Today, I'm going to go over seven facts you need to know about TFSA account and the strategies to incorporate the TFSA into your personal financial plan. Then uh, Pat Somerville and Nick Picard is going to join us. They're with Hamilton ETFs, and they're going to explain to us all about uh, how you can get a higher monthly income with covered call ETFs that are set up for you to get the highest income that you can over everything else. So it's something if you're living off of your money or you have a RIF account, it's something you're going to want to listen in on because it's uh, a way to generate income and generate it on a monthly basis. So it's really going to help you out if you're living off of your portfolio and you need income coming in on a regular basis, or if you just want to have a very conservative portfolio that's focused on income, it gives you an opportunity for some better rates. Even though rates are at, you know, four and five and 6% now for uh, GICs and bonds, you can almost get double that with some of these uh, uh, cover call ETFs. So it's something that you want you want to listen to. And uh, I wanted to tell you about a webinar that we have coming up. We've had all kinds of questions regarding estate planning. So we're going to have a special seminar with, uh, you know, our team uh, senior trust advisor. His name is Manish Gasrani. And he's going to join us to talk about uh, choosing an executor, the duties of an executor, um, how to ease the burden of being an executor. So using what's called an agent of executor. Um, how to choose a power of attorney, and all the rules and regulations around power of attorney. So these are the things people are running into a lot these days, and it's important that you learn about them. And so it's going to be on Wednesday, July the 26th, and uh, it's going to run from about 11 o'clock in the morning, so 11 a.m., probably till about 12 or 12.30. And, um, you know, it's virtual, so uh, all you have to do is call Dominique at one 891 2637, and she'll get you all registered, and she'll send you an email with a big green go dot on it, and all you have to do is push that green dot at 11 o'clock on Wednesday, July 26th, and you're going to be up and running and listening to us. Okay, so just give Dominic a call, 1-866-891-2637 for all the information regarding estate planning, which is becoming more and more important these days. Now, do you have a TFSA account? Stay right there. I have seven facts you need to know about managing your TFSA account. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. Do you have a TFSA account? That's a tax-free savings account. Do you know what it's invested in? Are you incorporating that TFSA into your financial plan? Do you have an estate plan around that TFSA account? Questions, lots of questions. You know, there's plenty to know about tax-free savings account. In simple terms, the gains inside of your tax-free are free. But it's not that simple. 
there's rules and restrictions that could end up costing you in lost opportunities and you could even get penalties. So that's why I came up with what's called the seven facts that you need to know around managing your TFSA account. Okay, let's get going. Number one, TFSA contributions cannot be deducted from taxable income. So that's the big difference between an RRSP and a tax-free savings account. When you put money into a tax-free savings account, you don't get a tax deduction. But you can take all the money out without any taxes. The difference is when you have an RRSP account, you get a you get basically a tax deduction going in. So if you put $10,000 into an RRSP account and you're in a 40% tax bracket, approximately you're going to save $4,000 in tax on that money going in. A tax-free savings account doesn't give you a uh, an immediate tax break, but all the all the withdrawals and all the money that you make inside of there. So say, for instance, again, you had 50000 in your tax-free savings account. You found a way to grow it to 100000 When you take the 100000 out, there's no tax whatsoever on that money that's in that plan. So that's a big difference there. So it's not a tax savings type of vehicle, but uh, in terms of getting a tax write-off, but it's a tax savings vehicle on what you make inside of there. Okay, number two, a tax-free savings account is not a savings account. That's right. The word savings is um, treating the uh, savings as tax-free inside of there. What are you making in terms of the tax-free amount of money? Now, you can invest in anything you want inside of those accounts. That's the big thing. And too many people treat that uh, account as a savings account. They just put savings-type instruments in there, so short-term interest rate type of vehicles in there. But you're allowed to have stocks, bond, mutual funds, exchange-traded funds. We're going to be talking about some... Uh, later on in the show where they uh, are paying like 13 and 14%. You could have that inside of your account. So there's a lots of opportunities there. And you can build a whole portfolio because if you haven't contributed and you were 18 years of age in 2009, then you're able to contribute over $88,000 today in that account. So you have 88000 You can build a pretty good portfolio there in terms of diversifying it over a, a number of investments to get you a really good return inside of that account. And it can provide you with lots of options later on down the line because it, you can take the money in and out of it. Number three, you can't recontribute withdrawals in the same year. So that's the only kind of a glitch that they have. So if I have my money in the tax-free savings account and I have my whole 88000 in there right now, and then I take out $10,000 today, so we're in June, I take out $10,000. I can't put that $10,000 back until January of 2024. That's the only kind of stipulation that they have. So during the same calendar year that you took money out, you can't put the money back in. So that's one thing you got to be aware of because if you do that, again, you're going to have penalties. The other thing that's, that's really important is that your financial institution, so who you're dealing with, they don't keep track of your contributions. They know what you've put in. So if you go back and ask a financial institution, how much have I put in with you, then they'll know. So say, for instance, again, another example here, you had TD Bank as your financial institution and you put in $15,000. Then you move to the Bank of Montreal and you put in another $40,000. The Bank of Montreal knows you put in $40,000, but they don't know about the $15,000. Or if you have multiple TFSAs going, the other institutions don't know what you have going on in those other institutions. So it's up to you to uh, plan for all that. And again, if you go over on those amounts, uh, you're going to be stuck with CRA sending you uh, a nasty letter and asking you for uh, some penalties. The other thing that happens is, say, for instance, another example here where you have bought Bell stock, okay, Bell common stock, and you invested $10,000 in the stock, and now the stock is worth $12,000. 
<clears throat> and you'd like to contribute to your tax-free savings account, and you take the 12000 of Bell stock now, okay, and you contribute that to your tax-free savings account. The problem with that is you're going to be charged for a capital gain transaction because you've technically taken that Bell stock and sold it to your tax-free savings account. So you have to pay capital gains tax if you're contributing in kind. Now, on the other side, CRA doesn't give you the benefit of a capital loss. So say, for instance, again, that same example, you bought the Bell stock at $10,000. Today, it's worth $8,000. You want to take that stock and contribute it. You're not allowed to use that loss against the capital gains. So those things you have to know when you're contributing in kind and picking up the shares of a stock from my open account and putting them into my tax-free savings account, I have to be aware of those two situations there. Okay, so we're already up to number six. And number six is U.S. dividends are not tax-free. So you have a tax-free savings account. But then if you have a stock in there that pays you, and that's a U.S. stock, so say it's uh, Johnson & Johnson, you have it inside of your tax-free savings account, and you get a dividend from Johnson & Johnson, which you do, then there's going to be withholding tax on behalf of the U.S. International Revenue Service that you're going to have to pay. And um, also if you have U.S., mutual funds and exchange-traded funds, um, if you have those types of investments, or even Canadian um, mutual funds that pay uh, that invest in the U.S. that pay you uh, income, those are all subject to tax. So make sure you know what kinds of investments you have inside of your TFSA. So if you have U.S. dividends, you have a tax-free savings account, and you're going to have to pay tax. So be aware of that. And finally, number seven is uh, tax-free savings account are great for long-term retirement savings. You know, most people kind of start off and think a tax-free savings account is uh, just a short-term vehicle. I'm going to put some money in there and I'm going to save it for a car or a pool or a big vacation or a trip that I, that I want to go on. And, um, but at the end of the day, what happens is over time, if you can continually uh, be diligent and, and fill up that tax-free savings account, it can work great in conjunction with your RRSP turning into a RIF. And then during retirement, you have this money that's growing tax-free in there and it has other benefits in terms of, um, you know, the money growing tax-free. It's You could be avoiding OAS clawback in particular situations. You're setting up uh, a situation where um, you could income split. So uh, one spouse could have a tax-free and the other spouse has a tax-free. And you're both able to contribute over $88,000 each. So it's tax um, splitting strategy that, that you can use in there. So it works very well. And, you know, over time, like we have... We have a number of clients that have built up, um, even they've put in $88,000, but it's it's over $200,000 in their tax-free savings account now. So if it's managed uh, properly and you have uh, investments in there to fit your profile and you're diversified and you have some growth inside of there, you, you have a way to really you know put together some uh, great savings in there and be able to save tax at the same time because of everything's growing tax-free. Remember, in your open investment account, you're paying tax on the interest you're paying tax on the dividends, and you're paying tax on capital gains. So this is a way to have money outside of your RSP where you, you've used up all your RSP room to have a savings account where you can grow it and not have to uh, pay tax on that. So um, if you want to learn more, I have a great guide for you. It's called uh, Strategies to Incorporate Your TFSA Account into Your Financial Plan. And it's a handout with uh, those put together by the folks at RBC Dominion Securities. It's a great handout for you. I've attached to it these um, seven particular steps that I've learned with our clients, and we have uh, one of the largest books of TFSAs in, in our company. So we're uh, familiar with all the rules and regulations, so I've, that's why I've set up those seven things that you should know about. 
Um, it talks about income splitting opportunities with your tax-free savings account, how to complement your exist- existing regular savings. So how do I complement? So I have money in an open account, but I have a tax-free savings account and an RRSP account or a RIF account. How do I manage those three together? What's the strategy behind those three? Well, it's all evolved around taxes. The other real benefit about a tax-free savings account is that you can name a beneficiary or a successor annuitant to it, and that's going to avoid probate uh, on passing. So that's an important feature why you should have money inside of a tax-free savings account because the named beneficiaries are going to get that money without having to go through the will and paying the, uh, the probate on that. So to get your hands on that tax-free guide, all you got to do is call Dominique. You can call her now or after the show, one 891 2637 That's 1-866-891-2637 for the strategies to incorporate your TFSA into your financial plan. And it's, an, it's a really important cog in there. And when you have a financial plan, of course, it's going to basically take care of all those different areas. Again, it's a different way to manage the money in your open account, different way to manage the money inside of your tax-free savings account, and then another different way to manage the money in your RSP and your RIF account because of the tax differences within and then how do you draw those out once you're retired and what's the most effective way to draw those all out and get yourself um, a regular income and do it the best way possible with the least amount of tax. Okay, stay right there because our guest today is going to give you a couple ideas that pay over 10% and they'd be good candidates for your tax-free savings account and your RIF account, of course. Hey, stay right there. We'll be right back. I'm Richard Infantino and you're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. And joining us now is Pat Somerville, who's a senior partner and the head of business development at um, Hamilton ETFs, and Nick Picard, who's the chief options strategist at Hamilton ETFs. Hey, good morning, Pat and Nick. Thanks for uh, taking the time to join us here today. Good morning, Richard. Thank you for having us. Good morning. Yeah, we wanted to have you guys on here again today because, you know, high yield and uh, covered call ETFs in particular, you know, are really popular primarily because people listen to this show. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But um, what, do you, what do you guys think is the biggest driving factor for this growth? Sure. Yeah, so I'll, I'll field that one. Um, thanks for having us. So you're right. Uh, covered call ETFs um, and strategies, you know, this, this is a, a popular strategy that's been around for a long time, but they've become increasingly popular over the last, I'd say, five years or so, uh, mainly for um, yield and uh, income-focused investors. So just in the, the last few years, um, now we have 88 covered call ETFs in Canada, collective assets under management of about $16 billion. So they basically become like a go-to vehicle for investors who are looking for additional income on the equity side of their portfolios. Mm-hmm. I think that a big driver of this is, is demographics, um, as you know, more and more retirees from the, the boomer generation are entering retirement and, and seeking higher yielding alternatives uh, for their investment portfolios at the end of the day. Um, so we've, we've been beneficiaries of that. We've had significant growth at Hamilton ETFs um, for our firm in general, but also just in the covered call category. Uh, we now have over a billion dollars uh, in management in four mandates um, that do cover calls. And we recently just brought on Nick Picard, who's with me today, who's one of the top options PMs in Canada. And so we're very delighted to have him here. And I thought we would just do a bit of uh, education for the audience on what cover calls are and, and how they can help. Yeah, Nick, why don't you um, let the listeners know, you know, that a lot of them that are listening here today may not be, uh, you know, up to date with what a covered call is. Can you um, 
you know, basically tell us what type of investor would be best suited for a covered call uh, ETF strategy? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, covered calls have been around for a long time. In fact, investors have been using them for, for decades. Uh, but So it's important to know what is uh, a covered call strategy. A covered call strategy is one where you own a port, you have a portfolio of stocks and you're selling a call option on that portfolio, on that stock that you own. And that allows you to monetize the upside on that stock because the seller of the call option receives a premium in exchange for foregoing some of the upside on that stock. And so that's very popular with income investors who aren't so concerned about upside potential, but more concerned about income. Yeah, so in, the, in, the, in that uh, circumstance there, Nick, what you're doing is, uh, in this particular case, rather than the investors, the people that are listening here today, they're not doing the options themselves. In, in this strategy that we're talking about with ETFs, you guys do all that, right? Exactly. And it's, you know, it can be a complicated process because options have a predetermined time. You know, they have an expiry, they have strikes. There's a lot to know from a technical perspective. And so this is where you can let, you know, experts like ourselves uh, 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 perform all those duties for you. Right. So you have this portfolio. They're going to write these call options on top of this portfolio, and it's all done for you. And you guys basically take care of all that. And then, you know, um, the listeners are going to sit back and uh, reap the benefits of a high monthly income. Yeah, exactly right. And, you know, this is definitely for uh, investors who are more focused on income because you will be foregoing some of the upside from the cover call strategy, but you're getting compensated through that monthly distribution. Yeah, so in that case where you're kind of capping the upside, um, so what you're doing is, is that's kind of like the worst case scenario. So when you're selling the, the potential for growth, but at the end of the day, you're going to get income in, plus you're going to get some growth too, are you? Or are you going to get no growth whatsoever? Yeah, well, in the way we run these strategies, you're definitely getting some growth because we only write on 50% of the portfolio, okay. approximately 50% of the portfolio, which means that on half the portfolio, you're still getting that full growth of the underlying portfolio. And it's always a bit of a trade-off between income generation and capital appreciation. Now, you guys have um, two ETFs that are out there. The symbols are one is HMAX, HMAX, and the other one is UMAX. And they have yields like at 13 to 14%. You know, those are high numbers. Um, you know, the B, it's, a, it's a number that a lot of the, um, you know, listeners here would have uh, open accounts where they're living off of their income and RIF accounts where they, they need some income. Um, like, how are you guys able to do this? Like, what's, what's, how are you able to get capture something like 13 or 14%? Yeah, and the way, we, the way we do that is by really focusing on generating more premium. I think for a long time, uh, covered call strategies were really focused on generating income at the margin, really focused more on upside potential and less on the income. And so what we decided to do is we, we knew there was demand from income investors for something that had a higher yield and, you know, not as concerned about upside potential as you might otherwise be. And so what we focus on at the money options, which forego a little bit more upside and on 50% of the portfolio. And that actually allows you to generate these kind of yields. Now when, now, when you're generating that, that type of yield um, from writing these options, like how often does it come into the portfolio? So if someone was to invest in, eight, those are the symbols, right, HMAX and UMAX, um, right. like when does the income come in? Does it come in monthly or quarterly, or how does that work? Well, it comes monthly, and that's because we mostly focus on shorter-term options, one-month options that we sell to generate the premium, which allows us to make these monthly distributions. The advantage of selling shorter-term options 
which allow us to give these distributions, is that we're able to sell more of them. Uh, you know, uh, call, calls can come into all sorts of different flavors, including, uh, you know, three-month options or even one-year options. But by focusing on one-month options, we're actually able to generate more premium and focus on those monthly distributions. Now, and Richard, I'll just add one more thing to that, sure. too, is in, in these portfolios. So HMAX, for example, is a, it's a portfolio of the largest Canadian financials, including the Canadian banks and the insurers. You also collect the dividends of the underlying stocks as well. So there's the option premium income that Nick is talking about, and then along that you get the dividends of the underlying stocks as well. Okay, so if... Um yeah, so you, you have, like, if you take the Canadian banks now, maybe they're yielding as an average, maybe 4.5%. So you get that, plus on top of that, you're going to get, you're going to drive the premium of another 7 or 8 or 9% to get Correct. that. And, the number. And there is some tax efficiency to it. So the premium income that we generate from the option strategy is uh, deemed as capital gains. Um, and then obviously you get the dividend tax treatment on the, on the stocks. Now you have, uh, you just explained about HMAX, that's the, the banks and uh, financial services. What's UMAX? Yeah, so UMAX is uh, it's a portfolio of the largest pipeline companies, utility companies, telecom, and the railways. So basically all what we deem as utility services companies. Okay. So very blue chip, you know, fairly boring companies, monopoly business models um, that have sustainable, solid dividends and dividend growth. Um, and then we do something similar to what we do in HMAX is we have Nick and his team are doing a, an active options overlay on top of that to bring up the dividend yield um, to about 13%. Okay, so if a person invested in both um, HMAX and UMAX, they'd be getting totally different portfolios of companies. Correct, yeah. So HMAX would be on the Canadian banks and financials, and UMAX is on Canadian utilities and telecoms and pipelines and railways. Okay, so uh, very interesting. Uh, guys, uh, you know you know what we should do is maybe if you can get um, one of your associates to send us the uh, information on HMAX and UMAX, and we'll post it on the uh, Primetime Money uh, website. Absolutely, yes. And um, we'll, be, we'll be sending out more information on our website, HamiltonETFs.com, shortly with some education on cover call ETFs and some videos and things like that. So that's a good way for people to, to keep in touch with us. Um, but, yeah, we, we definitely um, appreciate the time, Richard. All right. It was great to have you guys on the show. And thanks for uh, bringing us up to speed with, um, you can know, cover calls and how they work. Our pleasure. All right. Thank you guys you. take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, that was Pat Somerville and Nick Picard of Hamilton ETFs. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund and ETF investments. The distributions are not guaranteed and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds and ETFs are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. The show is sponsored in part by Hamilton ETFs. Holy smokes, that's all the time that we have for today. Don't forget to call Dominique to get a copy of this week's guide. The strategies to incorporate your TFSA account into your financial plan. And our virtual seminar that's coming up on July 26th. The number again is 1-866-891-2637. And alternatively, you can always visit our website, which is uh, primetimemoney.ca for more details. And you can get the information that uh, Pat and Nick were talking about with the uh, Hamilton ETFs. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you all back here next week at 10 a.m. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Prime Time Money. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.